What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, I'm Jeremy. That is SP3. This is FMC. We're a little late on a Tuesday, but it is a Tuesday here, March 28th in beautiful, sunny, that's never true, Ohio. SP3, how you doing, buddy? I'm laughing because Jeremy Jeremy didn't even care to put up the FMC uh, overlay. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. I was like, we're just using the tag talk background. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were gonna say it's sunny tag talk lane <laughs> and everything <laughs> i had a good uh tag talk pop yesterday on the let's talk about it show that i just completely made up randomly everything that uh you, when you, you make when a great you radio on. host you make a great radio I, host. oh that's not true at all i got a face you for do. radio but that's not true at all <laughs> <laughs> I used to say that about myself. I was like, yeah. I got the face for radio. But somehow <laughs> I found myself on YouTube. <laughs> I, I've, yeah. I've said this. I've said this many times. Like when I first started podcasting, like one, I was never comfortable doing it. And two, like I never wanted to do like video or anything because I just, I find myself awkward anyway. Like I never wanted to do video or anything like that. And then I started doing video and it's like, Oh, I can do like silly faces and do bits and everything. And like, now I just can't imagine not doing video and things like that because the, the visual elements of it kind of can enhance things. If you, you're not just sitting there staring blankly at each other. So now, yeah, I can't imagine doing anything else. Uh, <sighs> going to be doing this shit forever. SP three, sadly, this and listening to Bianca Belair, uh, interviews is what I'm gonna be doing for the rest of my life. She's the new Drew McIntyre. True news, new uh, Drew. They send her out there for everything. I I know we don't talk about wrestling on this show, but you know what? We're gonna talk a lot of wrestling this week. And now I'm just gonna vent about work stuff for a second. Because it's Guys. it's it's gonna be a lot of wrestling this week because everyone's doing media and stuff this, this week, right? At NBA shows, trash reality, and therapy. This is what we do. It kind of is. It kind <laughs> of is. I listened to like five, like 10 minute Bianca Belair interviews this morning. 
didn't get a single thing out of them. Just the same answers, the same cliche answers over and over. And I don't blame her, mind no. you. Like she's out there, she's going on these local radio spots. Most of them are not wrestling fans and everything. And they're asking the same questions. What do you think about your match with Oscar? It's WrestleMania week. You must be busy. I heard you made your own gear. How's that going? What do you think about this match? It's like, what else is she supposed to say to this stuff? She gets asked legitimately these five interviews. She was asked, let's say they each got four questions each. She So that's 20 questions total. She was asked about two different questions from, from everybody. Like out of 20 whole questions, they repeated the same questions 18 times. And it's like, maybe there was two other questions thrown in there. That was like new information that there was no repeats of. It was, yeah, it, that, that's been my morning so far. And then John Moxley burying people, which is always fun. Always a thumbs up for that. And you see, that's the thing with doing like wrestling interviews now. And I know you know this because I, I saw your your uh, GCW interviews, which you did really well with. Because I, 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 the thing with wrestling interviews is I don't even prepare questions anymore. I watch other interviews with the same yeah. people. So I know what questions not to ask. That's the, that's the, that's the key now with these interviews because everybody, it always kind of gets mushed up together and stuff. That was like the key thing. That was the, the hardest interview that I did this year was speedball. Cause I watched your guys interview with him. I watched a uh, wrestling perspective interview with him. I watched Sean's interview with him. I watched, you know, other people like, uh, Chris Van Vliet, anyone that ever interviewed him, I watched all those interviews before I had to interview him because I just wanted to go in a different direction. Like it, it annoys me when I hear the same person answering the same questions over and over again. And I never blame the person themselves. It's up to the interviewer to know what questions have been asked at nauseum. Right. And with these local interviews and everything, like this is their job. Get out there and just promote WrestleMania, promote whatever the, the upcoming show is. So they're just going to ask like, hey, you got yeah. this going on. What's going on? They're not going. Some of them will go a little outside the box. So that's when you get like a cool little anecdote that, that I can turn into an article. For the most part, it's just like, tell me about WrestleMania. It's like, all right, sure. It's the same, same thing. But yeah, uh, you know, fortunately we interview just a lot of independent wrestlers and they don't do a ton of interviews. So there isn't like yeah. a ton to like, Hey, you haven't talked about this. Like most of the people we talk to just, it, they tell us all the time. Like, this is my first like kind of big interview. It's like, all right, cool. Like there, nothing's really been said about your career. So we can kind of go in any direction we want to go with this. And it's all new information out there. Yeah. Speedball. He, he's now doing like a ton of interviews so it can it can be more difficult and there's less limitations on those guys too uh when yeah. it comes to like asking questions and whatnot i want to interview bianca belair and the question that i'm going to ask her is what do you think was going through montez's ford mind when you made your wrestlemania debut at wrestlemania 36 and he's looking at you while he's you know he's like on all fours like looking up at her do you remember this visual sp3 Oh, it's such a good visual. That man, he was ready to send the wanna bang email right there <laughs> to to Bianca. But I want to know what she thought he was thinking. That's all I want to know. That that'd be my I, one question if I had one question to Bianca Belair. I want to know how long it takes her to bake that braid before every match. Oh, that's, that's a good a, question. 
that that that's a question I've never I've heard a lot of a Bianca Belair interviews and no one really asks about the braid that she does and I want to I want to learn the art form of Baker braids because I have a daughter so I I want to I want to know her personal perspective on how she makes that braid. That's a good question. I know I've heard the story of like how it became a weapon. I think it was Sarah Del yeah. Rey who uh, told her like, oh, she uses a weapon. But like, yeah, how long does it take? Right. That's a good question. Um, you know, the the wife has long hair and will will braid it and everything. And uh, yeah, I, I'd be interested if she could share some braiding techniques as well. So, so the wife exactly. could potentially use. It's a good question, SB3. If I ever interview Bianca Belair, I'll steal that question. No problem. No and problem. If you ever in you could steal mine as well if, if you would like man, right. man let's WWE ain't let me interview no one <laughs> oh I know after, oh. after, my, after hey. my rant yesterday on let's talk about it <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably put me on the do not do not reply <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm I'm gonna be hit with that same thing of like you know what this man is out here burying our product we ain't doing this why is Joel Pearl sending me oh Oh, okay. Sorry. So, so Joel Pearl, uh, just sent me a message. You know, we, we interviewed, speaking of interviews, uh, we interview Mose, uh, last week, who's a wrestling commentator and he was remembering Sean Patrick O'Brien, who unfortunately passed away. Um, nicknamed Spo. He's a, uh, independent referee and Joel Pearl just messaged me. Not sure if you saw this yet. Spo's mom commented on your spotlight chat with Mose. That's very cool. I hope this is a nice comment and not like, hey, you guys suck. <laughs> oh, okay. Interview. All right. So it says, thank you. Uh, it says, this is so awesome. This is Sean's mom. I truly appreciate your kind words and honoring Sean. He's definitely smiling above. Sean has told me many wrestling stories weekly and so many names. I recall the story. Maybe not all the details, because if you know Sean, you get all details. What I remember is all the names he talked about and I have been hearing over the last week. You are all his family too. He and I love you all. Oh, that's very nice. Oh, that's great. Shout out that's to Spo's mom. Um, yeah, that's that's really cool to to see and everything. Um, all right, everybody can go check out that interview we did we did with Mo's. Uh, shout out to Mo's who is. I mean, you were on you were on the spotlight uh, last week. SB three. You were on the show where we aired the interview with Mo's actually uh yeah. and, and moses always very gracious with his time like he was going to the funeral the next day and was like no i want to come on and, and talk and share some memories and stuff really all right yeah you're more than welcome to so go check out that interview if you would like and go watch last week's episode of the spotlight because i wasn't there so it's probably a much better show because of that uh all right let's let's get into things will you stop <laughs> Let's get into things, SP3. Basketball. That's what everybody's here for, right? Everyone's here for basketball. LeBron is back, SP3. He's back, and they lost to the Bulls. And people messaged me, like, you got to talk about Patrick Beverly saying LeBron is too small. I'm going to pull this up. I should have uh, taken, taken the picture or the video of it. I will get hit with a copyright if I throw the video in there. Uh, but Patrick Beverly, just basically, he didn't even like back LeBron down or anything. He just kind of did. He he pulled some Akeem. He pulled some Akeem moves on him. Bless him. Uh, and then he hit LeBron with the too small. <laughs> what were you thinking when you saw this? SV3? This is, just, this is... I was just uh, shaking that, my hand. 
Patrick, Patrick Beverly, former Laker great, Patrick Beverly. Isn't that what you like to say? Former Laker no, great? no, no, no. You got to be with the Lakers for more than a season. <laughs> you got to be with them for more than more than 82 games. You have to be with the Lakers before you become a Laker great. Patrick Beverly, I'm not surprised. This is what Patrick Beverly does. He talks a lot more trash than he uh, produces on the court. So this is what he's going to do. So if he had a nice little move, and it was a nice little move, scoring and calling LeBron too small, he had his nice little moment. He'll he'll cherish that. Cherish that like he cherished, to, you know, making the play in. So this is what Patrick Beverly does. I'm not surprised. Uh, that was a hard loss to take because – you know, we finally we our, our our rivalry with 500. We finally hit 500, and then we immediately lose to the lowly uh, Bulls at that at home because LeBron decides he wants to come back early. I was like, I was like, so that was just so strange to me. We heard all week it was like LeBron's gonna come back for like the final five games of the season. Then like a day before it became LeBron's gonna come back tomorrow, and it's like what what what. What we were just we were just getting chemistry without LeBron. What are we doing? We gotta now integrate LeBron in like on a day's notice. I knew it wasn't gonna work out very well. I saw the score at halftime and I was just like, yeah, we're gonna I feel like we're gonna lose this game. We're gonna lose this game. We've come back from from bigger deficits. They were only down by like six or eight at halftime, but I was just like no, we're going to lose this game. Anthony Davis was didn't have a good first half. He didn't even have a good second half. Uh, he he wasn't scoring the ball, wasn't as aggressive as he's been the last couple of couple of games. So I knew we were going to lose that one. That that was kind of it's like uh, I guess I guess I guess we'll have to battle five hundred again against the Bulls in Chicago this time. But uh, we lost by ten, unfortunately. Zach Levine had a great game. I think he had uh yeah, he had 32 points in Future that game. Laker great Zach Levine. Future. <laughs> I hear you. Future Laker great Zach Levine. And we had a good overall team effort where we had six players in double figures, but I just felt like we were trying to integrate LeBron back. Like the goal of the game was to get LeBron back into the flow of the offense with the other players more than it was to win the game. And that's the reason why we lost the game. I agree with you that they were trying to just integrate LeBron back in everything. And it's going to take some time, right? He hasn't really played with this roster and Dan, D'Angelo Russell didn't play this game either. Did he? Uh, so like uh, him, I don't him not so. being there. I know he yeah. missed the game against OKC. Uh, yeah. He didn't play. He didn't. Play. Yeah. So like him not being there either. Once he gets back, like this is a whole new team from what we saw at, at the deadline. And LeBron has not played with these guys. So you gotta, everybody's got to figure out their role. Now Davis is obviously going to take on a diminished role just because LeBron is that guy when it comes to, to everything. Um, And it's, it's going to take a little bit of time. They don't have a lot of time. What they do have is still two of the top. I I don't want to say top 10. LeBron is still a top 10 player. Davis top 20. I'll I'll give him that top 15. Uh, Come on. At mm, the very least. See, mm, I, I, I got off the top, top five mm, that are alive. And that's just on one LP. I, I I jumped off of that. I, I said that last week because of his inconsistency, but we had two really good back-to-back wins 
against the Suns. We finally broke the the uh, streak against the Suns, beating them handily by 11 points uh, last week. That was a good game to to get off. And Anthony Davis played really well. He had 27 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves, a.k.a. Billy Hole. Billy Hole had 25 points and 11 assists in that game. And then we beat your Oklahoma City Thunder, which I I needed that win. I needed that win so badly because I can only imagine the trash you would have talked to me if y'all would have. I mean, I would have. Yeah, I would (laughs) have. I would have talked trash 100%. But like I told you, I want the Lakers to make the playoffs because I had bet on them and I would like to win a little bit of money. Um, a whole like two bucks or something is what I'm going to win because I only bet like 50 cent. Uh, well, well Anthony much, Davis that had a monster. He had a monster game. He should. Game. 37 points, 15 rebounds. That's what I'm talking about. That's he what should've. I'm talking about, AD. He should have had a monster game because OKC has no size and they were on a back-to-back as well. Like they, they just played the Clippers. The Clippers just dominated them. Uh, but and they played the Lakers one night later. I had no disillusion that like, OKC was going to win this game. Would have been nice if they won, but like after losing to the Clippers, playing on the back to back against the Lakers, considering the mismatch Davis had, I was like, if Davis is just aggressive and actually plays like Anthony Davis should, plays like SP3 believes Anthony Davis plays every every single game, then he's going to dominate this game, and that's exactly what he did. the The big thing for the Thunder now, so they had they just had a stretch of Phoenix, Clippers twice, and Lakers, and I, I said before that stretch. They go two and two. Things are looking okay. They beat Phoenix. They beat the Clippers the first time. Lost the second. Lost the Lakers. So they went two and two. They did exactly what they needed to do. Now is the critical four-game stretch. They just beat um, Portland. They just beat Portland. They have Charlotte, Detroit, Indiana. Charlotte's tonight, and then I think it's Detroit. Then I think it's Indiana. I think that's the schedule. They got to win all four of these games. They're 1-0 and so far. They got to win the next three. These are all very winnable games against teams that are not in the playoff picture or anything like that. You win these games and then you're looking halfway decent for a play in spot. It's so crazy how the West changed though. OKC was seventh going into uh, going into the second Clippers game. They had just beaten the Clippers and they were sitting seventh. And I'm like, oh, this is this is nice. Seventh place. Like things are good. They lose the Clippers game. Haven't even played the Lakers yet. They lose the Clippers game. Wake up the next morning. It's the Lakers. They're 11th. They lost (laughs) one game after winning two. They lost one game. And all of a sudden went from seventh to 11th. I it's, I can't make sense of any of this. It does seem like it's the jazz are kind of falling out a little bit right now. The Pelicans have really turned things around. The Man. Dallas Mavericks Woo! is the team we got to talk about. <laughs> back-to-back losses to the Hornets? I know they handled the Pacers last night, but back-to-back losses to the Hornets? Yes. You made things so much more difficult on yourself losing two straight games to the friggin' Charlotte Hornets of all teams. With Luka uh, having 40 points, 12, 12 uh, rebounds. Luka and, and Kyrie played both games. They played both yeah. games, and they lost both of them. That that's that's embarrassing. That's you. You can expect. You can say. You know, if they didn't have Luca, that's understandable loss. Not really to me. Even with Kyrie, I think they're the better team between them and the Hornets. But 
they lost they they lost the first one uh 117 to 109 with Luca having 34 points, 10 rebounds and 8 assists. Kyrie had 18 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, but they just couldn't stop their the the uh front court for no for the defense. Hornets with Haywood and P and PJ Washington. They their defense is so so awful. It's so bad. And like we knew this was going to be the issue when Kyrie came in, you they were just thinking, well, we'll just outscore all of our defensive problems. And like that works if you actually score every single basket because you're giving up a bucket every single time down. Their personnel's not good. They don't have anybody who can guard the perimeter. They don't have anybody who can guard the paint. So one, your personnel just isn't good enough to defend. Two, I don't know what the scheme is. Their scheme last year was fine. It, it was fine. Uh, I think they, they played they were, a lot of zone, which which they, is like historically Dallas Mavericks' best form of defense from even they, the they, dark days. Yeah, like they, they had a good defense last year. They had better personnel last year because they traded their best defender to get Kyrie. They traded uh, Finney Smith to get Kyrie. Yeah. So he was gone. Luca, man, so so uh, Louisville, Louisville uh, who I believe is Louis, uh, Luca can't lift his teammates, can't help on D. Everything they said about Jokic is true about him. Luka's defense, and look, man, this is one of the greatest offensive players I've ever seen. The pass he made from behind the backboard in the corner last night was absurd. Absolutely absurd, the pass he made last night. Offensively, he can do everything. He can hit every shot. He His handle's great. Like Offensively, get one of the best players I've ever seen offensively. Defensively, this man doesn't even give effort. much less like he's just not a good defender he doesn't move his feet he doesn't stay in front of anybody he doesn't know when or how to help it doesn't seem like defensively there the effort isn't there much less the attention to like detail on the defensive end like there's just nothing like say what you will about james harden everybody wants to rag on his defense everything at least if you tried to post up james harden he you can't you can't post up james harden he was going to stand his ground and at least give the impression that he was like trying on defense or something luca don't even care about that and and like when your point of attack defense is immediately broken it screws up everything else so they can't get stops at all i still i have to believe that a team with luka doncic and kyrie irvin isn't going to miss at least the play in, at least the play in. It's it's they got to get it together. They got to turn this turn this around with what what do they have remaining? Three, four, five, six games. They only have six games left, and they don't have the best, the most favorable schedule. The only teams that I I think they can beat for sure are the Bulls and the Spurs. Their final two games of the season, but they got the 76ers on Wednesday. They got uh, the Heat on Saturday. They got the Hawks. That that could be a winnable game depending on what which uh, Mavericks we get. That's on Sunday, and that's a back-to-back. And then they got uh, the the Kings. The Kings before that, that those final two games. So I, I can see them going three and three, but is that going to be good enough to make it when you got the Lakers, you got the Thunder ahead of them, 
Uh, you got the Pelicans, which is still in that play-in mix. You got uh, the Warriors, who can who can it, it fluctuates from from game to game that the Warriors could be in the play-in or they could be in the sixth or fifth spot. Clippers have kind of turned it around despite the Paul George injury. Uh, I think that's going to be that's I think that killed any chance of the Clippers making it far in the playoffs. Though they're they look like a very easy uh, first round exit in my opinion without Paul George and then you got the the Timberwolves who is kind of in the middle Timberwolves of everything. are playing great basketball yeah. right now they're playing great they they beat the um they beat the Kings last night yes. which, which is a big win Towns is back they they shouldn't have beat the Warriors the Warriors just threw that game literally threw it away because they were up they one with like 20 seconds remaining and instead of just waiting and dribbling out the clock and let Steph get fouled to go to the line, Steph is over here throwing overhead passes, no look to Draymond, and Draymond's passing and getting the ball stolen, and then they're giving up a three. Just that was an absolute blunder by uh absolute blunder by the Warriors. I don't know what was happening there. Why Steph felt the need to dribble in and out of traffic when all he's got to do is stand there and get fouled. And and he's an you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Attic free throw shooter, so it's like... Yeah. Why? Just Why terrib- did you need to do that? Terrible, terrible, uh, terrible awareness by by Steph Curry. He's got this is his- this is like the worst I've ever seen the Warriors going into the playoffs. It's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> what we didn't we didn't uh, we did a show last week, but we haven't talked since a big thing happened last week. I want to get your thoughts on it. The Mavericks and Warriors game from last week, where. The player, the Mavs players were lined up at half court, and the the ref gives the Warriors the ball, and the inbound. It's an easy basket because the Mavs players thought they were getting the inbounds. Mark Cuban's filing protest. Luca's alluding to the league being rigged. What were your thoughts on all of this? SP3? Um, I think that this is this is just setting up 
Luka Dantage and Mark Cuban, where I think there has never been a player-owner combination that is so ready to complain about things. Y'all just <laughs> set them up for success in their complaining because it did it did look kind of funny. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what was going on. I was so confused even watching it back and having it explained to me on YouTube. But uh, yeah, it was just, it was very strange. It was very strange at that. But it's the Mavericks, man. The Mavericks is falling apart. I think that's that's the one benefit to the Golden State Warriors not looking looking like the worst of their entire dynasty going into the playoffs. I think that they are still going to be firmly in the playoffs because I have never seen a team melt down after a big time trade like the Dallas Mavericks. I so this this thing with the Mavericks. First of all, if you want to blame the referees, fine. I guess the communication wasn't very good. If you're supposed to be inbounding the ball, why are you at half court? <laughs> like, the inbounds is underneath the basket, too. Like, why aren't the whole team underneath the basket? Why isn't a coach? Where's Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd, famously, to, to buy more time, was like, spill this drink on me. Knock, <laughs> run into me and knock this drink into me he should so he should he should have act like there was like smell something on the on the court and then fall onto the cart and slide onto the cart like guys go to the what what are we doing that the somebody on the coaching staff is not pointing out like hey get down on the other side why are we all staying around half court the ball is never going to be at half court it's the end of the third quarter there's no ball advancement or anything it was an out of bounds thing it wasn't a timeout where you can advance the ball but the ball went out of bounds so wherever the ball goes out of bounds at that's where the ball is going to be inbounded at given the time why are you standing at half court and then you see everybody else like made absolutely no sense to me Here's the the point that I didn't hear enough people talking about. So I'm watching this game and I see everything that happens. Fourth quarter starts, right? The ESPN broadcast says Mark Cuban just came down to us and he said he's going to file a protest if this ends up being a two point or less game, <laughs> right? They said this is beginning of the fourth quarter. Mark Cuban has already made a declarative statement of I'm filing a protest if this game is two points or less beginning of the fourth quarter, right? Yes. I don't know if you remember this SP three people listening. Maybe they don't remember it. Either. It's been like a week now. This was a five point game with like three seconds remaining. The warriors were up five with like three seconds remaining, right? Dallas ball warriors got no reason to do anything in this situation. No reason. Why are you going to foul? Why are you going to foul somebody on this? Why are you going to do anything? Right? Dallas is inbounding the ball. Uh, Reggie Bullock puts up a meaningless three. Warriors don't even contest it. Nothing. Whatever. Take your three. Goes in. Five-point game becomes a two-point game because the Warriors just decided give him this three. Whatever. And that's why it was a two-point game. This was not actually a two-point game. It became a two-point game because the Warriors were like, we're up five with two or three seconds remaining. Why are we going to do anything on this final possession? They're working and with Mark Bullock, Cuban. Yeah, and Bullock just jacks up this shot because, hey, whatever, let me just shoot it. Maybe I'll get fouled and somehow get a five-point play out of this whole thing. Like, no reason to do anything. The Warriors don't. And he makes it. 
And so it's a five point becomes two point and Mark Cuban can go, I can file my protest now because it was a two point game. You uh, see? You just see? a series of events here. Mark Cuban, he's playing Shark Tank with the NBA. He's playing Shark Tank out in these streets, ladies and gentlemen. You love to see it. You love to see it. You give Mark Cuban a reason to complain or file a protest. He is happy as can be. But I, I, like I said, I agree. I definitely agree with you. I, I hope that Dallas is able to pull themselves together and at least make the play in because I love to see Luka Doncic back into the playoffs or play in at, at the very least. And with Kyrie, I think they need the spotlight before they inevitably fail. I don't care if they make the, the playoffs or the play in, honestly, because if they don't, that means, okay, see might make it do i would i like to see the best players be there would i like to see luca in a play-in game Kyrie in a play-in game yes but if they don't make it one of our teams probably is sp3 so if they want to continue to not play defense and fail good go for it we get the great battle of fmc in the first round of the play-in if 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 the season ended today it would be us versus you in the first round of the play-in i'd be pulling for the lakers I, I would like some money and I don't, if OKC doesn't making the play in is kind of all I'm hoping for at this point. And if they make the playoffs, look, they're going to play, they're either going to play uh, the the nuggets and Jokic is going to kill this undersized team, or mm. they're going to play probably Memphis at this point with a two seed. If Adams is back, he's going to kill it. Memphis is just a better team. I'm not like the, the super high on the Memphis Grizzlies. They're a better team. Hey, they got they got a job back, so they're they're yeah. looking they're looking better than they were a few weeks ago. Job's he back. Be, he's happy. He, he seems to be doing well, which is good. I hope it continues down this path for for John Morant. He seemed to have some uh some self reflection on everything that happened, and you know, hopefully, he continues to just not go to the club and show off guns on Instagram. Just don't do And stop quoting NBA young boy. <laughs> is that a thing? I don't know who that is. NBA young boy is a yeah. rapper that I think got arrested for uh gun possession. So not the re- best person to quote after your whole ordeal, John Morant. Oh, I saw that like somebody, maybe it was Kendrick Perkins, uh, <laughs> who was like, Although the rappers are the reason why Ja Morant is doing all of this stuff. Literally Eminem rapped about this like two decades ago of the next time you assault the dude, just tell the judge it was my fault and I'll get sued. Like, what are we doing here? Blaming rap music on the, the actions of, of NBA players and everything. Like, what are we doing here? Stupid. Well, carry on. I'm gonna do carry like, like catch her, carry on. Oh, well, man. carry on. I let I let you I let you take care of the rest of that. <laughs> I'm just gonna come up here every week when we talk NBA and say Kendrick Perkinson's is <laughs> Kendrick Perkins uh, isms is <laughs> Kendrick Perkins isms. Uh, <laughs> carry on. I let you take care of the rest of that. I only, oh, stay, the, stay, 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 stay <laughs> I only know the carry on. I don't know the, I don't listen to Kendrick Perkins. I gotta say, don't listen to Kendrick Perkins at all. I have no reason 
to listen to Kendrick Perkins. He's, he says he says I let you take care of the rest of that when he <laughs> when he talked about uh the three the three NBA MVPs that uh that were not top twenty in scoring. Who was it? Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, and Nikola Jokic. I let you do the rest of that math. <laughs> Oh, bless Kendrick Perkins. My, my friend uh, Samer got fooled by the fake tweet that he had gotten fired. I think like the fake like NBA Central account put it out. That, Where you're Central with the A? Yeah, yeah. That Kendrick Perkins had been fired and he just texted me. He's like, Kendrick Perkins got fired. And I was like, fake news. He's like, is it really? I was like, yeah, that's the, the fake account. He's like, oh, no. He had to, I did change his avatar to a crying Jordan because he got fooled by a fake account. That's awesome. That's actually awesome. What do, what do we got NBA coming up? Oh, let's let's talk about um, Embiid and Jokic because Embiid ducked Jokic last night after talking all that trash. I actually don't think that. Look, you're better off protecting the long-term health of this man yeah. than making him play in a regular season game to try to go for the MVP. I know like Embiid is like kind of campaigning for the MVP and that's fine. Like, campaign for it he learned from james harden right like daryl moore is there like that is team campaign for mvp i'm shocked that daryl moore is not bought up like ad time on uh espn to explain why why joel Embiid should Doc be the MVP. Too. yeah Doc I'm, I'm actually shocked that they haven't done this but he's been campaigning for it he didn't play last night okay. protect the health you need this man for the playoffs not some regular season game against uh the denver nuggets Jokic had a triple double though it still feels like it's joel Embiid's mvp i know two weeks I, ago we thought it was Jokic, but now i, if, I think it's Embiid's. it feels like he's gotten the late season rush yeah that Jokic got the the last two seasons really because it was a debate for much of the last two seasons whether it would be Jokic or Embiid and B goes down that first season Jokic wins Jokic goes off in March and March I think like February and March last year and that's why he wins last year and now this year uh, Joel Embiid had a monster March so far. Well, it's a few, it's only like one or two games left for them in the month of March, but he's had ridiculous numbers. He's averaging 33 points per game, 10 rebounds, four assists on 54% from the field, 30, 37, 38% from three. Like Joel Embiid's putting up monster numbers where you can, if the, if the media members say, you know, Use their famous excuse. Uh, <laughs> use their famous excuse. Voter fatigue. We can't give it to Jokic again. He already got two in a row. And Joel Embiid, a lot of people felt like he got robbed the last two seasons. So we got to give, give it to Joel Embiid this season. It feels like it's kind of custom made for him to make that late season rush and get the voters on his side. So, And it's very comparable. Like I, like I made the debate last week. When you look at their records, not their place in their conference because I think we can all agree the top half of the East is better than the top half of the West. Even though the uh, Nuggets are in first place, they have 51 wins. The Sixers have 49 wins. It's not that big of a gap between these two teams. Uh, Jer Jeremy here says, do you think there should be a minimum games played for awards? I think there is like almost subconsciously a minimum yeah. games played. Uh, I, I've seen some people say like 58 to 60 should should be what it is. You tried to argue. That seems, that seems low. 
you tried to argue that like Embiid, because he played two more games than Giannis, should uh, Giannis should not be considered for the award. No, those two like, games were crucial. They're, they're not. Those are crucial because Absolutely they prove they prove that Milwaukee is is great even without Giannis. The games he was out. Embiid's at sixty one games, by the way, uh, mm-hmm. and Giannis is at sixty now. I think. 59. So it's still two 50, games. 50, see? It's 59. His I think if is, you play his team has played 75 games and he's he's only got 59. He's he missed oh, nearly what 14, 15 games? Jokic is at 67. I don't know. Jokic has only missed like one or two games. Like Jokic is he's at 67 games. So I think yeah. uh Louis Louis is 69 minimum. I'm not mad at, at 69 minimum, but I don't think Jokic or Jokic will hit that. I don't know yeah. if Embiid will will hit that. I don't know if Giannis will hit that because there ain't ten games remaining. So I don't think Yo- I don't think Giannis hits that at all. Embiid would have to play out the rest. No, there's not eight games remaining for them. So neither of them would hit that. See, sixty nine seems. I would say I would say between sixty and seventy. I, that's fair. I would say sixty two. That gives you twenty games off. Like twenty games. That's a fourth of the season. Right there. So if you're playing three fourths of the season, I think that's the minimum requirement. Sixty two. You got to play at least a quarter of the season. You know, to put this in uh, four quarter basketball terms, you can play three great quarters, and if you play so great in those three quarters, you don't need to play in the fourth quarter. So Kobe against the Mavericks, sixty (laughs) two points in three quarters. I still remember that. He didn't even have to play the 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 fourth quarter. Yeah, you, you got to play at least three quarters of the season. So I, I think 62 is where I would go as as the minimum for how many games you need to play to be uh, be there for the MVP. 69s is it's too much. Like, typically, I would agree. It's too much, though, with just all the nowadays with everybody just resting. Like everybody wants to rest nowadays. They're resting on back to backs. You get a minor injury. Like could if if last night was a playoff game, is Joe Embiid in playing? Probably. He's probably playing if last night was a playing playoff game. But it's a it's a regular season game Monday at the end of March where they're They've already clinched the playoffs. Right. Their spot as the three seed is more or less locked. Like maybe they can catch Boston, but it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them to move I up. I don't think so. There's uh they have eight eight no, they have seven games left. And they're three games behind Boston. So I think they're yeah. set at three. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're basically set at three. They got nothing to play for at this point. They just need to, need to maintain the three seed over uh, the Cavaliers. Like that's it. That's all and they're playing they, for. And they are in the most ideal spot really because they right now they would face the Brooklyn Nets in yeah, the first round. Like that's an they get an automatic buy to the second to the second round basically. I think. I think the yeah. top the top three seeds just got a first shot. I don't believe in Miami at all. Like they might climb up to six, or they might be a seventh or eighth as like a play in team. That team has shown me nothing to where I would be like, "Oh, Miami, you got to look out." I know people are gonna be like, "Oh, Jimmy Butler, like look out for him." Bam, like they kind of got the personnel and stuff. I don't believe in that team at all. Like if they were good, they they'd be better than forty and thirty five at this point and they're they're not like they, they had a loss the other the other night to brooklyn brooklyn just yeah. blew them out in the second half that was a horrible 
horrible loss. They're they're super inconsistent. I don't believe in Miami at all. It's crazy. It's crazy that the new Brooklyn Big Three have played the same amount of minutes that Harden, I, uh, Kyrie, and KD play together now. That's insane to me. The uh, big three of Mikel Bridges, Dimwitty, and 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 Finney Smith have played the same amount of minutes that James Harden and <laughs> James Harden, KD, and Kyrie played together. That is kind of nuts, though. That that's that's honestly nuts. That they've been together for like two months and they've already played more than a big three that was together for like a year and a half. That's, <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Jeremy says, I'm hoping the Bulls hit the 18 because Brooklyn, Miami wouldn't scare me in the play-in tournament. I mean, yeah, that they. I don't think any of these low teams scare scare anybody. We're basically just waiting for the second round when we're going to get Philly against probably Boston. I think I think the Bucks are pretty solidified as the, the two seed. I think uh, Cavs versus seed. Knicks will be the best first round will be good. of the East. Yeah, and then whoever comes out of that, I, I still believe in the Cavs, but whoever comes out of that against the Bucks, but Boston and Philly in the second round, that's gonna be that's gonna be a bloodbath right there. And then the West, I have no idea what's happening. We we can't even talk about playoffs yet with the West because it's it changes from week to week, from game to game. So I think we would get a better with with just eight games left or no seven games left. We would get a better picture and be able to talk more about playoff matchups next week than even right next now. week. I don't even believe we're going to have a clear picture next week. I really don't like next week looks like. It's going to change. We're going to do the show next week. And then by the end of the night, it's going to be, oh, everything we just said is completely flipped. It's insane how much it changes from the West. I do I do think we're kind of getting down to 11 teams for, for these 10 spots. And then once you get lower uh, to like six through 11, you're, you're looking at five teams for, for, uh, for six, or sorry, six teams for five spots is kind of where you're at. Um, that that's where it seems like with it. Cause I'm rolling out Portland's done Portland. Yeah. They're, 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 done. they're resting Dame. They're sitting him. They've conceded. They're not mathematically out of it, but they've conceded uh, Utah. They're, I, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago. Like I didn't really fully believe in them. I thought at some point they would just kind of take, take the foot off the gas and they they've done and they have now. Yeah. yeah. So now you're just looking at the warriors are a play in team. the, the Pelicans, who have really turned things around, they won five in a row. Uh, the Lakers, the Thunder, and the Mavericks. And you can throw in the Clippers and the Timberwolves, maybe. I, I think the Clippers are pretty safe at five. I think they'll be fine. I don't know with the how the Timberwolves really? are playing. I could I could see I could and especially with the Paul George injury, I could see things changing for the Clippers. They they have an interesting stretch coming up for them too, where they have back to back games against the Grizzlies, who are gonna be playing their starters because they want to get Ja Morant back into the flow of things, even though he's been back a couple of games. Uh they're playing the Pelicans on Saturday. They play and then they play the Lakers next Wednesday. So those are those are some some crucial games for them to close out uh, their regular season. So I think that we would, we'll, we'll see if the Clippers are going to get out of this bunch, but they're just uh, the Timberwolves and Warriors are just a game behind them. The Lakers at nine or uh, a, a two and a half games behind. Them. And then the Thunder are tied with the Lakers as well. And then the Mavericks have an extra loss. 
on these teams. It, I'm I'm comfortable saying the Clippers are fine. And I look if they fall out, they fall out. I don't whatever. Um, I'm comfortable saying they're fine. The the Timberwolves, Warriors, Pelicans, Lakers, Thunder, Mavericks. That's who I'm looking at as the six teams battling for five five playoff spots right now. And I, the Thunder have the schedule. I'm never going to buy into my team. That's just, I very rarely do. You know, my, my hockey team won the won the whole thing last year, and I never for once believed. I, I have a very tough time believing that they're going to come out of this. They got to win these next four, or three at this point. They got to beat the Pacers tonight. Or sorry, they, they play the Hornets tonight. They got to beat the Hornets tonight. They got to beat Detroit. They got to beat Indiana. You do that, then your record is 40 and 38 you're looking you're looking okay because you're assuming other teams are going to lose somewhere in there i don't know i don't know if they can do it i don't know if they can do it It, it's it's gonna be very very interesting like i said i think we'll we'll get a better picture next week but yeah like you like you also said though it could change it could change day by day going on in this in this western conference i think the only things we're confident is is that the nuggets will be number one grizzlies will be number two and the kings will be number three i think that i think even the suns they could they could fall off the face of the earth because of how unpredictable this western conference is so yeah yeah I mean, the sun. Uh, Durant's supposed to be back this week. Yeah, uh, Durant. Durant's supposed to be back this week. The the Suns will be fine. Suns They'll will be fine. fine. They'll be fine. Um, I just hope somebody... that they're not. <laughs> just being uh, honest. Yeah, Jeremy says Nuggets Suns round two. Well, I'm not. It could be Suns Clippers round one, and that's not like the easiest matchup in the world for the Phoenix Suns. Like, let's no. not completely write off the Clippers if that's the first round matchup there. It. it a lot's going to depend on Paul George's health because they're going to need him to help with on the defense with uh, Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. But the Clippers got some some firepower that can give the Suns trouble, and Kawhi he can turn it up when he wants to. He's he's very he doesn't get as much blame as he probably should for the stuff that has gone wrong with the Clippers. Um, but he's a proven playoff performer for the most part. Maybe not in L.A. Uh, Russell Westbrook yeah, is. Russell Westbrook has always always kind of gotten better of Chris Paul. One game has aged a whole lot better than the other game, but Russell Westbrook always seems to do pretty well against Chris Paul. That is true. That is true. And yeah, I think that would be the best first round series in either conference, Suns and Clippers, if that. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. That pans out. I, th- I think that this is, is this a, in, it's very interesting in the, in the West because it, unlike the East where we're like, okay, uh, uh, Bucks, Celtics, and Sixers are going to make it into the second round. I can't really say I'm confident in the Grizzlies against, say, they go against the Warriors. I I, I feel I, I still feel like the Warriors can flip the switch and become the Warriors that we know them to be, especially against the cocky-ass uh, Grizzlies, who they always seem motivated to face. And then with the, the Nuggets... I mean, it depends on who they have at that eighth seed because if the Pelicans are hot, that's a tough out for them, as we saw last year with the Suns and the Pelicans. The Lakers, if they can put it together, if they can get LeBron back into the flow, I think that would be the hardest matchup for the Nuggets in the first round. And even the Thunder, they play very well. They got the young legs on them where you you can say maybe the the Nuggets gave everything they had to get the first seed and they don't have enough left when they get to the play. So it's not as foregone a conclusion. I think I think the the Kings and Timberwolves would be an interesting matchup as well. But like we said, this will all change in a week. Pretty sure it will. It it definitely will. It definitely will. We'll talk about it next week. It comes to uh, what changes in in the NBA. Um, Let me anything else basketball wise. SP3 you want to hit on. I think that's everything. We talked about the the Mavericks and their mess. Talked about LeBron messing up our chemistry uh, against the Bulls. We talked about Joel Embiid and the MVP race and the playoff picture. As that will change in a day. <laughs> I don't know if our pal Cher Delaware is. Uh, she's packing. She's traveling. She is going to. Uh, Los Angeles for whatever's happening there this weekend, but let's send this. I have not seen, uh, I've not seen the challenge episode this week. Um, I'm I'm behind on stuff. People who I, I put it out there, but you know, uh, bit weekend changed for me from what I thought it was going to be. Did not have the time that I was uh, hoping to have uh, this weekend with with everything going on. So I'm very behind on a lot of things. And now with the week this being the week that it actually is, uh, I don't have time to watch a lot of like non-wrestling stuff either. I did watch the the first episode of Love is Blind, the new season. I don't know if you've watched that, SP3, but the, the I have season not. is out. Your, your missus asked me if I was watching, and I was like, I, I'm like a season or two seasons behind on, on Love is Blind. But uh, I did watch another episode of Milf Manor, uh i'm i'm t- i'm taking it slow i'm 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 watching it like like it's week after week even though it's all available for me to watch i'm watching it i can only take one of those episodes per week it feels uh but i've done that i did watch the 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 challenge I was very happy with the results of the challenge as well that was a good it was a good episode um what else did i watch as far as uh reality television 
90 days. I've been catching up on uh, Jersey Shore Family Vacation, getting revved up for the return of Sammy Sweetheart. Uh, and yeah, that's all the that's that's most of the trash reality that I watched this week. And we do have news about what we talked about a few weeks ago because they did announce this week that you season five will yes. be dropping next year. And I, I, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, folks. We we did talk about that, and we both kind of think that you know Joe's got to get murdered. He's got to get killed somehow. Oh no, he's he's got to he's got to be put on trial. Put nah, on trial. Maybe nah, he gets murdered nah. in prison, but he has to be put <laughs> on trial because nah. it, I didn't realize how many people are still alive. Paco's still alive. Remember Paco? From season one, Paco at all? No, I Paco was the, the next door neighbor kid. Oh, okay, he okay. Killed, he killed uh, Paco's right, mom's okay. boyfriend. Okay, yeah. Paco's right. still alive. Ellie, of course, Jenna Ortega, she's yeah. still alive. Uh, and he's hurt her because uh, you know he he's the one that trapped Delilah in the uh, cage before Love killed her. Um, you got you got Love's uh, parents. They're still alive and probably still still want revenge, especially because now he's out and, and about and just oh look yeah. at me. Uh, he's just paying everybody. <laughs> he's just paying everybody to stay silent. He's like, eh, just stay silent. You you got Will Will from season two, the one that he stole his identity and put him in the cage. Who played? Uh, he actually played uh, Oswald Cobblepot Penguin in Gotham. That's oh, how really I knew good him. At that. He was really good at that. That's one of the best, probably up there with Danny DeVito as one of the best Penguin portrayals ever. But he was good in U season two. Um, who else is alive? There's a couple of more people. There's the the couple, the interracial couple that they put that love put in yeah, the cage. The bloggers, the bloggers in yeah. in season three. Uh, there is still Marianne and Nadia. So yeah, there's a bunch of people that we need to be. Hey, we have all of our uh, uh, back and Peach's friends from season one as well. They're still alive. They don't so, care. They don't care that that he's out there. They don't care. <laughs> You're trying to I'll say wanna... Beck had awful friends. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, therapist yeah. Nikki. Therapist Nikki, who he framed uh, Beck's murder on. Is he still alive? Yeah, he's in jail. He, he can't do shit though. He's in jail. We don't know how long he's in jail for. He, 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 he murdered somebody. He's in jail for he a while. He did not murder anybody. That's the thing. Well, he did. He did in the court of law. He murdered somebody. <laughs> he was guilty there. He's in jail for a while. They could Will easily explain all this that they all these people have just randomly died and just that would be that'll be totally you of just like an absurd accident just killed all these people. Nikki Nikki died while while in jail. He got shanked or something. Uh, the bloggers died because they wrote some article that somebody was unhappy with, and so they came to their house and just killed them. So that person's now in jail too. That's a totally believable thing. Um, oh, they could just the uh, Beck's friends all just overdosed on some stuff. They were terrible people. You could explain that all these people are dead one way or another, and I'd just be like, "Yeah, sure." In the world yeah. of you, all this makes sense. That does make sense. That does make sense. And the brilliant it's thing about this show. I sent you guys a video that counted how many people uh, yes. Joe murdered, yeah. and it's I, I think he missed one because it's actually eighteen. It's actually 18 people in total. 
because it's actually eight that he killed in season uh, four. He killed eight people. I think the one person that they missed in that video was the uh, security guard for uh, Kate's dad. Uh, Mr. Lockwood, Mr. Lockwood's uh, security guard, who he framed the murder on, Hugo. So he killed him. And that was the one that he missed. But he's he's killed. Joe Goldberg has killed 18 people throughout the U series. That seems low. I feel like he's killed a lot more. <laughs> he's he's ruined a bunch of lives. Yeah. All the people that we just named in one way or another, he kind of ruined their lives. Will. Uh, Ellie, uh, uh, Paco had to move after he killed uh, the 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 mom's boyfriend. Paco had to move away. Uh, so Nadia, Marianne, yeah, he's ruined a bunch of lives. It feels like he's killed. It feels like he's killed more. He he can't go to trial. Absolutely not. Cher Delaware said she's going to be on in a minute. This is a discussion we need to have with her. Uh, also, well. I heard an interesting uh, plot point that would be very interesting for season five because it's something that they really haven't addressed since they kind of detailed it in season two is what about Joe's mom and his brother? He's killed them. No, he hasn't killed them. That's the thing. You remember yeah. when the when they did the flashback when he went to go see his mom after his mom left him in the in the orphanage. She had a new son, and she was just like, "No, I had to get away from you." Like what? That's your you're his mother. You just left him in an orphanage because he killed he killed the abusive father. It's, do you think that? Like this next season, he's gonna just go to therapy and get all his mommy issues resolved. Is that gonna be season five? Joe Goldberg and therapy talking no, about no because they issues. already did therapy in season one. He needs to go back. He, a lot of happened. <laughs> he needs a lot of therapy. This season is five. <laughs> he's gonna need more therapy. Like, someone someone said that to me. It was like, wouldn't this like the show be like over if he just really took therapy seriously? Him and love should have went to therapy and actually took it seriously. When they went to, yeah. uh, didn't they go to therapy in season three? Yeah, season three, they went to therapy yeah. too. They don't care to to go to any type of therapy. Joe Joe ain't going to therapy with Kate. That ain't happening this in season five. They're just gonna throw a bunch of money. So he's gonna die. SB three, he's gotta die. He, the trial is too nice for this man. Maybe he'll fake his own death and become a lumberjack. Dexter. How many times can you fake your own death? No, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta either, he's gotta either die or be put on trial. I think he should be put on trial and then kill You're trusting the court of law to deal with this man? Yes. No. He has fooled the court of law too many times. No, you can't trust the court of law to deal with this man. This is like when, uh, uh, my pal Stammer was like, why don't they just go to the police? You're trusting the police? But this man, no, there's too much faith in police. There's too much faith in the in the judicial system. Have we learned nothing? Have we learned nothing that the police and the judicial system are going to fuck this up? Jenna Ortega has got to take matters into her own hands and just murder this man. Marianne, take matters into your own hands and murder. Nadia. They need murder. to be like the Avengers. The Avengers, yeah. the Joe Goldberg Avengers. Ellie, yeah. Nadia, Marianne. I loves parents. You can't, you can't trust the court of law to deal with this man. They, he's definitely going to get off scot free. 
He's a white male with money. This man, <laughs> he's going to walk in there in, in pajama pants. He's like, I ain't worried about this shit. I'm about he's to go a, take me a nap. He's an affluent white male. He's getting away with everything. <laughs> Good-looking white male who is kind of celebrity, who has a wife or girlfriend with a lot of money. This man ain't getting hit with nothing. He's good, and he's Jewish because his last name is Goldberg. <laughs> this is the worst. It's the worst possible combination. Oh, I did actually see an interesting, two interesting videos that we can discuss: is ranking the seasons and ranking Joe's love interest. Oh, okay, we can do that. Uh, we can do that next, uh, maybe next episode or an episode later on. I'm trying to. We're gonna. This is gonna be a, a little bit of a shorter episode of um, uh, of FMC because you know, it's the it's the week yes. that it is. Yes. There's there's unfortunately other stuff to do. Um, <laughs> fortunately, fortunately. Uh, I'm waiting on Cher Delaware who said I'll be on in a minute, and this was seven minutes ago. So. <laughs> Women be taking their time. Am I right, SB3? Be taking their time. <laughs> <laughs> be taking their time. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Yeah, message. Oh, okay. So uh, the, the wife says, I asked SB3 if he watched Love is Blind because I need to hate on those bitches with other people too. She is so angry at these people. Doesn't even know them and just immediately doesn't like them just immediately. I, I, I i am the same way i i i'm the same way with uh love island contestants that's i just, don't hate i hate them immediately and then she she told me to check my instagram because i messaged joey from uh the manor hello mean. what the girls are mean they're making fun of the girl who's crying because she got all sick she got hurt the girls are kind of mean on this show yeah they're horrible but you were you were hating on them literally like five minutes into the first episode though yeah you were just because they're stupid okay there you go (laughs) haters that's a reasonable that's a reasonable reason yeah Uh, Yeah. that's reasonable uh we we have not received a message back from joey from the manor very sad that he's just ignoring me phil Lindsay, who i might send an invite to here in a second women be shopping Exactly. Women be shopping. Women be They're taking Cher. their time. Cher Delaware, how are you? I'm on a meeting. Eh, that's not important. <laughs> that's not important at all. They keep sending me requests to get on video, and I keep just denying it. And then they're like, hey, did you get the request? And I'm like, no, nothing came through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, though. I'm here. I hear everything. <laughs> I ain't listening to a damn thing they're saying. I've been talking for 43 minutes. Shardell, we were discussing season five, you uh, potential stories here. SB3, for some reason, has faith in the judicial system and wants Joel Goldberg to go on trial. I think he should just get killed. Someone should just, I don't care who, it could be a team of people, should just murder this man. What do you think? What are your season five predictions or what you would like? Okay, I will say, to be fair, though, He's in New York, so it could be Olivia Benson that arrests him. <laughs> Fine with that. That's I told true. you we got to get a Taylor Swift appearance as like the detective here, and That's she's true. the one who cracks everything. That's what That's needs true. to happen. Um, I have no faith that he's going to have to get murdered. Like it's going to have to be 
him like in the box or something like no, I don't know. He's got he's got to be put on trial and have all of his past in front of him. He's got to have all his past in front. Of him. You know he will escape. You know who's going to be the lawyer that puts him away too? It's going to be Ellie. It's going to be Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega. She's become she's... a lawyer. <laughs> she used, she, she used all the. She used all. Oh, pa- yes, I said. I said. Paco's yeah. still alive. Paco got to come back. Paco got to come back. Paco got to come back. The love's parents got to come back. It's got to be every everyone that he's kept alive. Will Will that he put in the cage at the beginning of season two. Everyone has to be in the courtroom. He's got to have his whole pass, and every Will would be on his side. Ooh, what if it is love's uh, teenage lover? Ooh, yes, actually, he was smart. Yeah, he's got to get killed. It can't go to trial. SP3, I'm telling you, I'll send this to share. He is a white man with money. He ain't get nothing's happening to him. No, it's or it's gonna be it's gonna be like New Jack City where he gets off and then he gets shot in the courtroom. I say he goes on trial and they make him like go over all of his things and then somebody just like stands up and shoots him. All right, fine. He's got to die. This is my point. He's got to die. He cannot just go on trial and we can expect him to just have a fair be judged here and uh and come to a verdict here and that's how it ends of like yeah you're no guilty. no that's, he's not, that's gonna be not gonna that's not gonna be the end i said he's gonna he's gotta be put on trial but then he'll get murdered either in prison in the courtroom he'll get he'll get murdered that is the end of it but he needs to be put on trial we need all the past to come back and then he goes to jail, and it's the therapist Nikki that John Stamos played, and he he freaking shanks him in jail. Sp three mentioned Nikki, and I said that he probably just he got shanked himself, and that's why <laughs> he died. I I said that you can explain like Sp three brought up all these people who are still alive who could testify against him and everything, and I said like. It's the world of you. Absurd stuff happens all the time. Nikki got shanked in jail. The bloggers wrote a bad post about somebody, and that person came to their house and killed them. Uh, friends just overdosed. Beck's friends just overdosed. They didn't explain all. Jenna Ortega got drowned at sea or something. Like I, Whatever you want to say about these people. They're all dead somehow. She got sent to Nevermore. She got sent to Nevermore. Yeah. And never came back. <laughs> Yeah, you can just you can just make it up and it'll be fine because we're talking about you here. The mo- if it's absurd enough, you can you can get away with it. You can just get away with it. That's fair. That is fair. But still, the trial, trial and oh, then murder. Stop. Trial it. and then murder. Stop it. We'll yes. talk about the challenge next week since I haven't watched it. I apologize, everybody. Share Delaware. Anything else you would like to discuss? I'm trying to keep this show like actual not 20 hours because I don't know if you've heard, but uh, there's only two weeks left in the NBA season. So that's very, very <laughs> crucial time. Interesting. Um, no, I don't really have anything going on. Are you packed? I am. Very nice. Very Congratulations. And a backpack. What? You're going for like a day. <laughs> I'm on Wednesday to Monday. Oh wow! Okay. Well, half a week. 
Yeah, that's true. SP3, you're going, right? No, I'm not. No. no. They don't like me. They don't like me. I've, I've said too many bad things about Triple H. So they was like, no, we can't We can't allow this man into Los Angeles. We can't We can't allow him to, to, to keep his agenda against our, our poor, precious, flawed Paul any longer. That's fair. They don't really like me either, but they still keep giving me free tickets. They give you free tickets. They love you. They love yeah, you. Really? I've never, I've never sat front row at a WWE event. I, I feel like I'm not a part of the club. I'm not a part of the club. Even my missus has sat front row at <laughs> WWE events. Not me. I have only spent three hundred dollars on this entire trip. That I need this trip. What? Uh, can you can you hook us up for for SummerSlam? Are you going to SummerSlam, Shared Delaware? Probably not. Really? Why not? Yeah. I I thought about it, but. I don't know. I've got a con. I've got a Paramore concert in July, and then I've got another concert in August. What and, concert are you going to in August? Um, Whiskey Myers. No. It's just at a local fair. I 30. got. I'll always buy thirty dollar concert tickets. Fair. The fees I got. I'd pay. I got uh the wife tickets to uh, Offspring, Some Forty One, mm-hmm. and and Simple Plan. That concert that's in August. And the fees cost more than the damn tickets did. So yeah, thankfully doing? mine wasn't through Ticketmaster, so I didn't oh. have to pay Ticketmaster fees. But oh, yeah, I, this week I've got um, Dax's show Wednesday, which uh, Matt Coon has named me the Water Bitch. So <laughs> I have to get water. Matt I Coon said, rules. I said, so when people are like, you got in here for free. I'm going to be like, no, I'm working. I'm the water. <laughs> so that's my job Wednesday. And then I'm going to stop by Wally Mania. Or Thursday, I mean. Wednesday, I'm going to Dynamite. Because it's in St. Louis. Right. And then right. staying overnight and then flying out Thursday morning. It was kind of perfect with that. And then Friday, I think I'm just going to do ROH. I got tickets to um, SmackDown in the Hall of Fame. But... I would rather go to the ROH show. I don't blame you. And Saturday, I got tickets for NXT and Mania, but NXT's early. It's like 9.30 in the morning. Yeah. It's 10 10 a.m. Pacific is when the show officially starts. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know you got to be there at 9 a.m. Pacific because of the traffic. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, everything is... uh, I don't feel bad about missing shows when I didn't pay for the tickets. There you go. So. I hear your meeting going on in the background. Yeah. Phil, Phil says you don't want to go to Detroit. I've never, I've never been to Michigan, and I'm holding steady to that. I, I want to go to SummerSlam just because I feel like a lot of people are going to. Are you going to SummerSlam, SB3? I'll give it another go then. Maybe I'll, I'll use the misses this time. As a okay. as a way to go, I'll I'll I'll, I'll change I'll change my identity. I'll give them a different name. <laughs> Apply I, I, credentials under my name. I'm I sure bet she- <laughs> I will still do that. I will still do that. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Sean's going to SummerSlam. I don't want to work. I want to go there as you know, a vacation in Detroit, which sounds uh, like an <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> awful. Sounds like an oxymoron. Uh, all right. One last thing before we wrap it up here. He is a writer, sir, 
Phil Lindsay is here wearing <laughs> wearing a Rocky shirt. Have you ever seen Rocky Three, Phil Lindsay? Never seen it, that that movie ever. I just found a shirt and I thought it was a good idea to wear it. Is this yeah. why you and Emilio were friends because of his obsession with Rocky? Now me and Emilio are friends because uh, we sit up and talk all all night like okay. um, like girls. I know. He's like he's like me and Phil were on the phone for four and a half hours. I'm like, oh, that's why you weren't fucking replying to my text messages. No, nah, nah, we we like uh, divulge our entire day, and I like lay lay in my bed on my stomach with my feet kicked up. Oh, <laughs> women women be talking. They be talking. Yeah, well, I had never seen. I, it, the reason I was talking shit about Phil is because not you phil the other phil is because um i made fun of him not seeing rocky because i had never seen rocky until emilio made me facetime him and watch it on facetime as he was watching it so he could see my reaction to this movie i'm like what is happening right and, now and, and he he doesn't have a rocky obsession he has a road roadhouse obsession he also has a roadhouse but he's making me watch that one with him in person no, he, he watches Roadhouse like every day. Every day. And Baywatch. And then complains about Baywatch. Hmm. Makes sense. Is he going to watch the new Roadhouse with uh, Conor no. McGregor? He doesn't he watch does, anything. He, he doesn't watch he anything past like 1995. That. Yeah, fair. Honestly, Doesn't fair. seem happy about that at all. Uh, <laughs> real quickly, Ryan, Ryan asked that I miss Milf Manor. Milf Manor has sadly come to an end. The, the, the season is over, over, Ryan. So we don't have... And what, I what did say happened? that... <laughs> Just ended. Everybody fell in love. Like that's how. That's what happens in all these shows. Phil, they fall in love, and we never hear from them again. I tried to reach out to Joey to see if he'd come on to do an interview, but he did not message me back. I assume he is trying to figure out where certain things are on a woman. I will message Joey. I bet he'll come on then. Yes, he will. He will probably. Yes, a woman with a pulse. (laughs) (laughs) Phil, Phil. LeBron James. Oh, no. Thoughts? <laughs> um, maybe you should have stayed at home the other day, man. Uh, maybe they would have won that game. I don't know. Um, I, I felt pretty good coming into that game. I felt like we were going to lose, but I felt good coming into that game. And when we started kicking these guys' teeth in, and they had to go use dirty tactics to get blue chip out of here, I knew they were scared. And I was like, dang. All of this, they scared of Pat Bev like that? What's going on? <laughs> SV3. It's a great, great moment for me. This is a, we don't, we, listen, we, I know we're not going to win a championship. I know we're probably not going to make it to the playoffs, but this was, this was as good for that, me. I, I enjoyed it quite Phil's a bit. That was Phil's championship, just beating the Lakers. <laughs> exactly. I, I, felt, I felt pretty. I felt pretty good about it, man. Uh, boy, when I tell you, man, uh, beat these guys on Wednesday when I touched down in L.A. I told you, I told you, <laughs> Phil, you gotta, you gotta get a picture with a LeBron James jersey. I what was my bit yesterday? Oh, find anybody wearing a LeBron James jersey or shirt or anything, just step on their foot. And be like, <laughs> yeah, now you know how your hero feels. Like, I heard a pop. <laughs> I heard it. Just go around. So, going around Los Angeles, just stepping on foot. So that's what I I, want you, Phil. I I also resent uh, one person that seems to be on the screen here trying to call me a hater because I question. You are because (laughs) wait a minute, wait a minute though because I question what was your identification. 
Cecil Lindsay, writer, LeBron hater. Because, because I question what's going on here because a lot of this seems very dodgy. Like, what's going on here? The guy, the guy went out, what was that, February 26th um, in the Dallas game. That's the, suppose that I heard it popped, he had to roll all over the ground like he was dead. And then we were told, all right, we're going to reassess this in a few weeks, um, but it's a tendon injury. All right. We get a few weeks out. All right. Well, he has to get a few second opinions on it. They're still reevaluating it. All right. That doesn't really work like anybody else's injury report where usually you get an MRI and we're reported what is the injury. And so the entire time I've been like, all right, what is the actual injury? It just seems like it's a tendon injury, but what is the injury? Nobody would say. Then miraculously, when this team becomes 500, he's available. And, oh, by the way, it was a torn tendon. Bruh. He went to the LeBron James of foot doctors. Phil, Y'all don't, you, don't you, don't, you don't see anything exactly. weird about this? This all doesn't seem a little strange and coincidental that all of a sudden that he's back in a month and it was a torn tendon. Like he just healed from a torn tendon in a month. What was what was the Kobe thing where Kobe Kobe went to Europe to get the special treatment or whatever it was? This is what yeah. LeBron did. He just went to the LeBron James of foot doctors, and now he he's went to the Kobe Bryant of foot, of foot doctors. That's what he <laughs> yeah, went. Yeah, and I mean, I unlike other people, I'm not saying that he wasn't injured. I'm just denying the fact that this was a torn tendon. It probably was inflamed. Maybe he sprained it. But to say he tore his tendon and healed in a month is crazy. <laughs> And where did you get your doctrine from? <laughs> for you to deny, so, for you to deny something, where I will did you say, get your doctrine? I tore, I tore my MCL walking down the road in Orlando last year because I am 75 years old. And I had to go through physical therapy two times a week. And it took me 10 weeks to be able to be off the brace. Yeah. So. Uh, we saw LeBron in that in that boot for what, like two weeks, maybe. Hey, we never we never questioned when John Cena came back from injuries early. Why are we questioning LeBron James? Are, are you saying this these is are, a kayfabe injury? The, these are two. These are two. <laughs> these are two all time all time athletes when it comes to recovering from injuries. No, and and that's why I asked you when you you turned this into well, I know you hate the guy, so you wouldn't believe it anyway. And that's why I was like, all right, yes! you don't you don't yes! think any of this is strange? Because your post said your post said I ain't buying it. I was like, obviously, known LeBron hater. But I'm not buying it because this is this is a weird it. story. Then, Everything about this is weird. And then you tried to call your question legitimate when you said, so you're telling me. I was like, no, I, I told you what I told you. I don't expect so, you to believe anything. So, so, so I'm going to ask you a legitimate question. And no, I, I said, actually, I asked yes, you the same question. I just no, real, no, no. I elaborated no, no. what the question was. No, you did. You're a writer, sir. You know how wording is. You know how <laughs> wording can be interpreted. And your wording was a very was not a legitimate question. It, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to ask it exactly. I'm going to ask it exactly like I, I asked in the post. You the don't think. Time. No, the first time. No, the first you time you said. So you're telling me when I clearly said I don't expect a known LeBron hater to believe anything LeBron James uh, <laughs> LeBron James related. And that's a fact. I don't expect you to believe anything. But if you're asking me if I believe it, no, I don't. I don't believe it was a tour intended. I don't at all. And what do you disagree with? I'm not disagreeing with it. I'm saying I don't expect known LeBron Peter to believe anything. (laughs) 
So why so, the so, so let me it? get this straight. So let me get this straight. Let let the court hear the, what this man just told you. This man just told you that he didn't believe it was a torn tendon either. But because I said it, oh, you don't. You just don't believe it because it's it, you're a hater. It's not because I, this I doesn't make any I sense. Wouldn't, I, wouldn't <laughs> be, I wouldn't believe anything from Skip Bayless or Phil Lindsay. These are the two known LeBron haters so that be, I don't be, believe anything regarding because, LeBron James. Because I, everybody else can say this doesn't make sense, but me. Yes, I'm the only one that can't say this doesn't make sense. You and Skip Bayless. Okay. Yes. Skip. Skip. By the way, said it didn't make sense when it first when it when it first happened, and I was agreeing then, but I was trying to let it play out and go. All right. Well, we'll find out what the injury is in time, and then we kept getting these vague answers on what the what the injury is. Oh, we'll be reassessed in three weeks. This man came out three days before this Bulls game and said, "Hey, don't listen to anybody else." I'm the only source here. I'll tell you when I'm ready. And then he just magically appears the day of this game when the team just so happens to be 500. It's running just fine, dunking the ball like nothing has happened. <laughs> miraculous. Miraculous recovery. Miraculous but, recovery. But it, but it was a torn tendon. Like, no, this doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> it doesn't make sense at all. Miraculous recovery. Maybe Ray Mysterio stem cells. But now, here's, let me let me let me let me give the, the quote for for everybody so there's some extra context okay uh, lebron said he tore a tendon in his right foot injury that typically takes longer than four weeks to recovery from he's been out about four weeks uh he said he went to the lebron james of feet and he said that the doctors told him he healed from the injury faster than ever before the doctor said they've never seen a body uh, recover from an injury like this, and they tested his DNA, and it wasn't DNA; it okay. was USA. That that was an exact quote from LeBron James. Obviously said in jest. Why am I? I obviously said in jest. I I I think uh, I think the funniest thing about all of this is that he said it after they lost the game, because it's such a Bron thing to do after they lose the game. Then he has to come up with this. This, this, all of this uh, drama and all of this adversity that he went through to get to this game to make this happen, even though they lost. It just, I know you won't admit this because you're a Lakers fan and you want me to be just this huge Brian. What am I not? Wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me finish. If anyone's going to admit anything honestly about the Lakers, it's me. It ain't you. (laughs) So, but but what I was going to say, though, I know know you're going to give me shit and try and call me a hater, but this guy is the most dramatic person in the history of sports. (laughs) This guy is the most dramatic person in the history of sports, man. He really is. (laughs) He is. Do you agree or disagree that LeBron James is the most dramatic person in the history of sports, SB3. Most dramatic in the history of sports? No. I don't. Is he top three? Yes. Is he top three? <laughs> he's, top, he's in the top. I don't think he's pretty close. He's pretty close. We know we... We know LeBron lies. Like, this is exactly. proven. Exactly. Proven yes. We know he lies. So... It's not out of the realm of possibility that he was lying about how this foot injury was, how serious or wasn't serious that that it was. Was it a torn tendon? I don't know. Did he go to LeBron James of doctors? Let me ask him. Hold on. Let me ask LeBron James. Hey, LeBron. Send send the business card. Yeah. Hey, hey, at King James, 
been wait hold on. I have major foot issues myself. That's a lie, just like LeBron does. Can <laughs> I please get the number to the LeBron James of foot doctors? It could save my life. Let's make him feel bad. Right, there you go. There we go. You're and that's whatever LeBron James blocks me. I'm not, that's not a big loss. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what happened, right. that's what happened to me with Shawn Michaels. So. There. Yeah, I sent the tweet. <laughs> I, I sent the tweet. We'll see if LeBron replies to me and gives me the, the number to the LeBron James of foot doctors. If he does not, then we can all assume he's lying somewhere. There you go. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think that was just the ter- cherry on top of them losing that they lost and then of course he LeBron did like he always does and I was just like this guy man I I LeBron. but but this is this is what I projected and I told people at the time after he broke that record I said he is not going to play most of the games after he breaks his record you just watch and somebody was like no I was like he's not going to play a lot of games from March to April He's going to sit out. And somebody was like, no, they're trying to make the playoffs. I said, all right, just watch. And I was right. But, you know, I was right. But this, you know, mysterious torn tendon is what kept him from from playing in this game. Just like he mysteriously, his foot started hurting after he broke the record. And he had to sit down and he couldn't help win that game. (laughs) Great comment by Kaden in the chat. Oh, no comment. I, I, I doubt Kaden has. Great comment. Great comment. My, I, my stop, stop, stop me when I'm. I, stop me when I, I tell wanna, a lie. Though. I wanna, Nothing <laughs> I said was a lie. I want to love. I love my kids as much as Phil hates LeBron. Stop, stop <laughs> me when I tell told a lie though. Nothing I said was a lie. I I said he was going to miss games. Didn't he miss games? You know, you know, you can be honest and also be hating at the same time. Like that's, <laughs> that's not that's not two different things. <laughs> they could be very, very related to one another. As a fellow hater, I get it. Like <laughs> you can, because I, I am a hater first and a human second. I get it. So, like this is me. This is me with CM Punk. It doesn't matter what he does. I'm going to hate on him, whether it's true or not. You're correct, though. Exactly. I no, I was correct about everything I said. That's the only point that I want. want I want on the record. I was correct about everything I said here. Not, me me hating this guy is inconsequential to the point. I was right. <laughs> I was right. It is okay to admit I was right. It's, it's all right. His denial. His denial of the hatred yes, it makes it great. When have I when have I denied that I don't like the guy? I've made it very clear that I do not no, like. No, no, no. We're we're not saying don't like the guy. You hate him. <laughs> Those are yeah, different I, things. Yeah, no, I just. But still, <laughs> well, well, great win, great win for the Chicago Bulls. You know, well done. I love the denial. It's great. There's no denial here. I don't like the guy. I, I've made that very oh, clear. You hate him. Lose the word. Use the correct wording. <laughs> Phil, have you seen Space Jam 2? No. Yeah, Why? Know. Why would I watch that? It's actually not that bad. I mean, he's... No! Just... Now, listen. He it's is really as bad. bad of an actor as Michael Jordan was. Michael Jordan was also a terrible actor. LeBron James is a terrible actor. But the original one had the nostalgia for people our age. 
And this one definitely has the nostalgia. Like, my kids loved it because they had, like, <coughs> characters at the end at the basketball game and everything. But they also have no fucking clue who LeBron James is. So that made it even better. Because I don't have to hear about LeBron James, so. Nobody should. No, I have not watch watched it. this movie. I, I also refuse to watch that house party movie that also looks like dog shit. Oh man, yeah, that's that really yeah. That, that that looks yeah. horrible. I wasn't even gonna try. Man, when House Party Three was bad, so I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch a reboot of that. We need we need uh, Phil's review of Space Jam Two. This is what I want. I I I'm not watching it. <laughs> I'll watch it with you, Phil. I've never seen it either. I I kind of just refuse to watch. Oh, it. it's not good. It's not yeah, good. I, but, I refuse but see, to watch but see, it. But see, this is the funny thing that I've, I've been stating since I got on here that I'll say something like, all right, that movie doesn't look good. But then somebody will go, well, of course you don't think it looks good because you hate LeBron. <laughs> it doesn't look like a good movie regardless if I hate him or not. Like those two things are not mutually would you, exclusive. Would you watch it if DeMar DeRozan was the star of it? No, that also doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, that does not sound good. DeMar DeRozan like Crip Walking with Looney Tunes does not sound good. <laughs> <laughs> now All I right. want to see that. I want to see that movie. <laughs> uh, right, um, yeah, that's alright. Compton Zone returned to LA on Sunday and got and gave the LA Lakers a well-deserved loss. Phil, Congratulations. have fun in Los Angeles. Enjoy stepping on the feet of anybody wearing a LeBron James jersey or jersey or anything like that. <laughs> The LA. Jerseys are disgusting. If I see anybody they in are. LA wearing a jersey in 2023, <laughs> yes, I am terrible. definitely roasting them. When do you get into LA? Huh? When do you get into LA? Uh, Wednesday. Okay. I will see you Thursday then, I'm sure. I'm sure I'll be somewhere. Share. Please make sure Phil is stepping on feet. Uh, if anybody. <coughs> Or LeBron, you can join them. You can join them in the just go around, just foot stomping. I'm gonna have heels on, so that might not be a well, good that. One. That might tear some actual tendons. Maybe if you did that to LeBron James, he'd have a torn tendon for, and he wouldn't have to lie about it. <laughs> Phil, yeah. do you want to plug anything? Nah, I have nothing. <laughs> Fair. No. Fair. I don't want to follow um, Phil on Twitter for all your LeBron James hate <laughs> at. Phil uh, DL616. Yeah, I, I, th I think one of the funniest things this week, though, was after he lost and, and after this thing comes out. <laughs> He's still going. No, no, no. After he loses and this thing comes out, and um, I sat there for a good minute looking at it. And because I'm in Chicago, and a, and a lot of people in Chicago also don't like this man, like the first tweet I saw was somebody, message I saw on my phone was somebody going, do you see this? Like, torn tendon. I was like, it was like we had the same reaction at the exact same time, like looking at this thing. I was like, what? Okay. It feels like when he got swept by, by the Warriors and he came out with the cast on his hand. Do you want to do you want to say something nice about Adam Cole right now? Because you're feeling you're giving me other Chicago Phil vibes of like yeah, we're trying to wrap it up. It's just like just like you know what I fucking hate you about know, LeBron James. You know what I can't just air one grievance. I gotta go. No, this was me giving a Austin funny Reeves, anecdote. Austin Reeves, good kid. Austin Reeves, good kid. I hope he continues to play well. Him and his him and his thirty free throws a game. <laughs> 
Oh, safe travels to Los Angeles, Phil. Look forward to seeing all your coverage from WrestleMania week. My wife is putting you over. He says Phil is the greatest. <laughs> oh, it's tremendous. Oh, share Delaware. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, no, I don't really have anything going on. So, if you're in LA, look for Share carrying water uh, at the FTR show. Yeah, I am the water bitch. Yes, then that's, that's why that's why Leo yes. Rush with me. You ain't got to put up with that. SP three, do you want to plug anything? Uh, follow me on Twitter at TrueHillSP3. Uh, later today, I'll be doing uh, two WrestleMania previews for Believe in Pro Wrestling with Andre, uh, with Nick Halsman, I believe someone else, Ricky Gino, all that good stuff. <coughs> True Hill Heat YouTube channel coming up at 3, 3.05 p.m. Eastern time. We got myself, Romeo, Sat E. Niangi from WrestleTalk, and the legendary Dutch Mantel previewing WrestleMania 39. So check that out. Uh, everyone leave thumbs up and whatnot on this video. We we've got a lot of stuff on overbook this week. I think we have watch alongs of some indie shows. We have watch alongs of all the major shows. So everybody can, if you want to come hang out on those, you can, uh, and then a bunch of other shows and stuff. I don't know. Just follow, subscribe to the channel. Uh, people are asking, Phil, are you going to blood sport? You're going to super card. What, what's your, what's your schedule? Like Phil? Uh, I do not think I'm going to blood sport. Um, I'm definitely going to Supercard. Um, I'll see it Supercard then. I'll probably be at For the Culture. I don't know. Um, it all depends. Everybody is acting like uh, LA traffic is the worst thing in the world. So It's, <laughs> it's pretty bad on a normal day. It's going to be really bad this trip because there's so many people getting rental cars that won't know how to drive in LA traffic. But... Just say you know Denise Salcedo. I feel like you can get anywhere quicker if you just say you know Denise Salcedo. She's she's a legend in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't think I will be at any of either of those mania shows, but fair. Honestly, that's fair. All right, fair everybody. Call. Enjoy Mania Week. We'll be back next week to talk about basketball and absolutely no wrestling. Thanks, everybody. Thank you to SV3, as always. Thank you to Cher, as always. Thank you to LeBron James, number one hater, Phil Lindsay, whenever he comes on to to hate on LeBron James. I, Go I, watch I wasn't, Space Jam. I wasn't here initially. Does, does SP 3 think they're going to make the playoffs? Is this still a thing? You think this push is still in effect? Still in effect. <laughs> We're making the playoffs. Oh, if they don't make the playoffs, Phil Lindsay on this show Oh, I know. I already know. I already else. know. It's gonna nah, be heat. This was only else. heat on ten. He's gonna go to ten thousand. <laughs> no, no, no. This was this was this was only a victory lap because the Bulls beat them, but they don't make uh, the playoffs. Right. It'll be just the expected result for me. <laughs> <laughs> Bye everybody. Enjoy your week. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. 
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.